All right. Yep, I hear you. Well, welcome all the familiar squares, Judith, Kerry, Kaiser, Susan, you're, I've, I can see your nose tonight, so it's a very, it's a very slow rapture you're in, you're just slowly, slowly moving. Yeah. Uh, we got oh, Sanda from uh, Ramana's birthplace, not birthplace, where he lived. Yariv, we got John, we got uh, Brian from Oregon, nice to see you Brian, Fritz, yeah, Keith, I wanted to speak a little tonight, oh there's David, if anyone's new, uh, it doesn't matter, yeah, so, <laughs> we were talking uh, with Keith last week, or whenever it was, eight years ago, whatever. And uh, non-duality is an interesting topic because it's not like any other topic uh, because uh, it's basically stating a fact and it knows, uh, in, a, in a way, it's not stating the fact, it's negating the assumed facts, yeah? It's not stating that we're one or we're indivisible or whatever, but it is negating the assumed facts that we believe or something believes, like that we're a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, that the noticing of thoughts is assumed to mean there's a thinker and you're the thinker. Actions, noticing of actions happening implies that there must be an actor, another thing that does it. Uh, feelings, the same thing. And uh, this one, this activity of what you're not is a dualistic activity. It's an activity bouncing and pinging off of subject object, yes? So as uh, Mike Z talked about the other night, was quite cool where you know, the, shape, the, the smoothie maker doesn't see the toaster as a toaster and the smoothie, you know, the whatever, the blender doesn't see itself as a blender. We, as the subjective event, give meaning and name to things, yeah? Those aren't what the things are, but we give meaning and name. And in a way, these statements imply an activity that you would call dreaming, yes? If nothing really has a name or a form until or in a way until we give it name and form, I would say that's dreaming, just sort of like when you're when at night. This the stubbornness though of uh, of Paul, you can't get around that. See, so there's no working with Paul. So there's gotta be an negation of Paul. And when Paul is uh uh, sufficiently negated then something that was never going to be available or noticed or approached by Paul or arrived at by Paul is seen in an immediacy of being what is and, and also it's always and always will be what is. Yeah. So it's in a negation of 
of the assumed fact of Paul and the subjectiveness that's what's happening being attributed to an object by the mental narrative. That's why non-duality is beautiful. It wouldn't be, it would have, it could have been called the singular one, yeah? But it wouldn't go anywhere because it realizes the dilemma isn't that there isn't a fact of this is, it's there's an assumed fact and in that dream, in the dreaming, the assumed fact seems to override the fact, yeah? And so, all the while being the fact, it's so trippy. So, we ain't gonna, it's sort of like if you said, what's looking is what you're looking for, and then you would just, every time you turn around, you would never see it. And then you would try maybe being in a nonchalant, oh, I'm just looking, and then like that, you're never gonna catch what's looking. But this stubbornness of believing we can because of the stubbornness of taking ourselves to be this is, is unbelievable, really. So non-duality mm, is, a, is a negation of the assumed uh, situation, that's all. And basically the center of the assumed situation, which some people would call a small s self. Yeah, and uh, this is why it would be it used to be crushing but the mental state you know fits itself around it you're never going to get it yeah you can't experience it you can't have it you can't lose it you can't see it you can't feel it you can't taste it you can't touch it and it's like oh the baby throws a tantrum but because you are it yeah you are it. And so every movement of the mental activity being the focus is the blindness to what we are. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't be blind as what you are, but what you are believing certain shit can be blind to what you are. Yeah. And you and I, the blind to what you are is Chris and Yariv. Paul, Fritz, John, you know, Sanda, yeah, <laughs> it's just that simple, and so, you know, the first, if you want to, if you think there's a, see, you know, there's no awakening, but there are rude awakenings, yeah, I think, and the rude awakening is, you're the reason why you can't see the movie, it's your big fucking head in the way, yeah, <laughs> It's just that simple. And I don't care if you try to twist it, your head, so you're there, but you, no, it doesn't work. Because every little movement of you is like a obscuring. Yeah, it's just an obscuration. That's all. Yeah, it's sort of like, uh, what's one going to do if they've been in a, a sh like in a room, a big room with 40 people, and it stinks the high heaven, and they, you think they're farting and he's farting, but then you realize you're farting and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah? So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> doesn't make you a farter. It's just there's farting. So there's obscuring. You're not the obscura. There's obscuring. The idea of you is the obscuring. It's not you are obscured. It's not you or I are obscured from the truth. 
the you is the obscuring of the truth. Yes? I mean, that's how it, that's what it comes down to, I feel. I mean, this is what's, you know, downloaded through this little uh, event. And it, it became obvious a long time ago, and I haven't gotten any news flashes about, you know, what's new in non-duality 2020. Nothing. It's the same thing. It's a negation of a lot of assumptions. It's not an affirmation of the fact. The fact doesn't need to be affirmed. It doesn't. It's, it's sort of being affirming all the time. What needs to be affirmed is what you're not. So, and, be, and seen as what you're not. So then there's a loss of interest in the obscuring and you can see through, you don't see through it. You're the seeing of everything, yeah? It's not like you, it clears up for you. There's no you involved. The you isn't going to get it, yeah? There's just a clearing up. And it seems to uh, align with a loss of interest in that which was the obscuring, really. And some of the greatest obscuring is wanting to know the truth as what you're not. Wanting to be there to experience your own absence. These are all... These are levels it can reach that seem absurd if you're looking at it from afar, but when you're doing it, it makes sense. Yeah, I'm going to get this. I'm going to understand it. Yeah, I'm going to go to every fucking person that's talking about this. I'm going to compare, and I'm going to be the one who gets it. Yeah, I'm going to experience my own absence. I have it a lot. People call me up and they tell me, I disappeared for three weeks. Who's there to tell me that? Yeah? The real disappearance is never fucking, it's never mentioned. It's never noted. Yeah. It's just enjoyed. It's what you're not says it disappeared. Yeah? What you are never appeared. It's never a left. It never disappears or appears. It's beyond our logic. It's beyond our comprehension. You can even tell there's so many biases in our perception where we don't perceive what's always here. We don't, yeah? We see what comes and goes. We see things from big and far. We see a tree from a cloud. We see a chair from a couch, yeah? We don't see what's always happening, yeah? So we, we dream that we'll finally arrive and yet there's no arrival to where you already are. Or we'll finally escape, yet there's no escape from an imaginary fucking place. Yeah? And we just keep banging, we just, you know, you hear it, you get it, but the system is stubborn. It just pulls back, tries to drive through the wall another way. And then pulls back, tries to drive through it all another way. If it doesn't hear the, the way it wants to hear the message, it goes to uh, the potpourri of non-duality now. There's fucking, you know, you can hear it every fucking way you want. Yeah. But to me, it's basically a negation of assumed facts. Yeah. Which are self-evident when there's a loss of interest in the assumed facts, and then you see the assumed facts from the fact of non-duality. You see it finally, and then you give up the ghost. You lose the need to, 
you just are relieved from the need to be liberated. What's trying to get to get liberated is what believes in bondage. Yeah. It's the same coin. You lose interest in all that. You lose interest in a spiritual journey. What could take a journey but a body? Does a spirit journey? Where does it go? Where did it start? Where did it go to? Yeah. Oh, I I was a spirit in Idaho and then I flew to fucking San Francisco. No. The the whole thing is framed as a body, the spiritual journey, the dark night of the soul. What has a dark night of a soul? Someone who wants to have some sleep. Yeah? That that's what ha- a thing has a dark night of the soul. The whole language is totally rooted in us constantly. If you if you understand by language, you understand something prior to all the other understandings you're going to acquire. You understand everything as you. That's the dilemma. Yeah? So we were talking about with Keith. Yeah, you really are always here at all times. Yeah? Completely. You don't have to have the greatest running shoes. You're not going to run to the to the finish line. There's no finish line. Yeah? <laughs> you're before you have the idea of here and there, you're here. There's a here that doesn't get diced up by here and there. Yeah? Where that? We can't approach it by affirmation because what would claim the affirmation is the obscuring agent. That's all, you see? Why do you think most of satsang are warnings? Because there's a mental activity going on that claims whatever it comes in contact with. And it's come in contact with this idea of non-duality and it's trying to make it something, yeah? Trying to figure it out, yeah? But it's always included in all the equations which make doesn't make any sense because there's a primary number one which is actually zero, yeah? That's the mathematics of non-duality. It's the negation of the primary number one. And then you see the mathematics of life make sense, yeah? As soon as you take this out of the equations, the equations make a whole lot of sense, yeah? Why, why could I never get this? Because you are it. Why can't I see it? Because you're seeing. Yeah. Why can't it stabilize? It is. It just can't escape. It can't stabilize for something that's agitated. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, you can blame the soup pouring off of the bowl, but it's the fucking table that's shaking. It's not the soup's fault. It's not even the bowl's fault. It's been put on a, 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 a shaky foundation, the sound va- and there goes the soup flying everywhere. Oh, that fucking soup won't stabilize. It has nothing to do with the soup. It has to do with you. Yeah? The you, no... <laughs> nothing's going to stay stabilized. And you know what? You're going to be there. I mean, you got to figure it out sooner or later. <laughs> Maybe you has a huge influence why nothing is stabilizing. Maybe. I don't know. 
<laughs> it's like the one of the rude awakenings I had when I came into recovery. I did inventories and I was looking at my significant relationships, about 12, let's say, and none of them seemed to have worked. And then I looked at them and I said, the only one constant in all the relationships was me. <laughs> the one constant why you don't get this is you. Yeah. And you can't, you can't try to lose interest as you. You lose interest in you. Yeah. You don't, the you doesn't try to lose interest. That's interest in itself. You lose interest in the you. It's completely different than you losing interest. You lose, there's a losing of interest in the you. That's exactly what happens. And when it, when it, it hits a, a sufficient enough level where there's been enough loss of interest, the fucking obviousness of what's happening, it becomes obvious. Not to you, but as what you are. Yeah, it's just that simple. It's right underneath our nose, and the looking for it is the obscuring of it. it is, and it isn't, oh, you're going to be the obscuring up for at least the first year, but then you'll be what you're looking. No, it's not the case. You, the mental configuration, is always going to be the obscuring agent. Yeah, <laughs> just is. This is the beauty of it. The beauty of absolute futility is relaxation, is relief. Yeah. You really, it's not like you fake like you're going to unplug and then stick the plug in. No, there's an unplugging and, and this keeps on going, but it's not being fueled by an obsessive interest. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. And then as Zen says, Blue will be seen as blue. Red will be seen as red. Things will be fucking very clear. Not that they weren't. They'll suddenly become very clear. Not to you, yeah, but because there's a lacking of you. And you'll see, oh, when there's a lacking of you, so much is, in, so much is uh, possible. Then you start trying to get it, and then it becomes, and there's you again. And then, all right, you lose interest in you. Oh, then you, uh, uh. <laughs> it's like the seesaw. You're here. You want to get there. You run up there. It goes down. Run up down. You don't realize it's you. You don't realize why the wheel is moving is because you're in it. You're the hamster of the hamster wheel. Yes. And you're not going to be an enlightened hamster. You're not. <laughs> I mean, just give it up, you know, or just see you're not that that can't give it up. See, this cannot give it up. You're going to watch its futility over and over and over again, but it'll, it'll have a common, a comedy bent. Yeah, it won't be so dramatic. You'll watch its futility. You know how weird it could get? I remember I was involved in this uh, group. I wasn't involved in the group. I went to a situation and I didn't know anyone there. It was like an eight-day sort of therapeutic retreat. And they, would, they had it pretty well sussed out. They could actually produce the situation where cathartic events would be the norm. Yeah. So they'd have this event, and then they'd start putting music on, and everyone would start howling and going through fucking you know, cathartic events and shit. And so I got, went into one 
and it was I was just crying, crying inconsolably. And I was crying and I kept saying, I can never get back. I can never get back. I can never get back. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I was a big hit in the whole group. I mean, <laughs> but after when I left, months later, I realized the reason why I can never get, get back because I never left. <laughs> I had never left. That which my head said it had split from, I never left. That's why I can't get back. From the self-centered point of view, I can't get back. What the fuck did I do? What didn't I do? But it, yes, it all goes on this again, on and on and on. It's unbelievable. Yeah, you think the spiritual, you think the spiritual mirror is going to be empty when you're practicing? All you'll see is your big fucking face in it. That's not emptiness. So yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. Anybody want to raise their hand? Brahmi is like I'm getting in touch with the ghost world. Brahmi. Brahmi. I never told you, but I stole some money out of your pocketbook. Please forgive me, Brahmi. <laughs> All right, Mike. Uh, Josh S. Josh. Hey, Paul, just a quick question. Um, where does the quote, activity cannot produce stillness, it only produces activity, come from? Uh, Faith Mind by, uh, translated by Richard Clark, I think. Faith, Faith Mind. Mind by Richard. Faith, Faith, Faith Mind by Richard Clark. Yeah, yeah. I think All it was right, that's my Clark. question. Well, I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can. Yeah, yeah. There's it. tons of tons of uh, translations, but I like that one. Okay, Paul recommends. Hmm? Chef recommends. The chef recommends. Yes. Well, it's I All used right. to use it a lot, but uh, basically he goes through similar similar pointing where he says. Uh, uh, you don't need to uh, know the truth. Just stop cherishing your own opinions. Yes? So it's basically, he was talking about the activity that we call Paul and Kaiser is the obscuring. Yeah? The activity. So, yeah. He would always say everything was this way, but, and then it would be you. <laughs> making 10,000 miles of imaginary distance. You know what I mean? Then he'd say, oh, yes, this path is quite simple, but you, you being on it obscures the fuck out of it. Big butt. <laughs> he didn't use that term, but oh, okay. there's only a couple of pages. It's only a few paragraphs called Faith Mind, the famous... Uh, you know, a famous piece. Supposedly, you know, Zen made up like a patriarchal system. <laughs> they just named people. I think it was meant from the third patriarch. All right. Was... 
that was my question. Thanks a bunch, Paul. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Can I say something? Let's say you find out that you can, you just start fires all the time. Yeah. And then when you have that realization as the fire starter, you try to stop starting fires. And then you fail usually. And then a huge amount of guilt and shame comes on you. And you may be held as morally bad because what person would want to start fires? Yeah. So this message, in a way, you can as the action figure can hear about its own futility, but it will just keep driving on. You have to just see you're not that. It's not about rehabbing that which is the fire starter. It's recognizing you're not that. Yes, it's a negation of being the subject of that objective event of being a fire starter. You're not the subject. This is what happens. People hear non-duality and then they try to use it, yeah, to go somewhere. And then they start having spiritual guilt and shame because they still keep being a person when they, they should know better now that they're a non-person, yeah? This isn't about rehabbing the person idea to take itself to be a non-person. It's seeing you're not the person idea. It has really nothing to do with how many fires are started or not. It's about the owning, being the ownership of the fire starting. That's all it's about. Yeah. It's a recognition of a misplaced subject. Yeah. Pictured as an object. Yeah. So this isn't about, oh, uh, I don't understand, but I'm going to understand. No, it's truly, it's truly an end point. You don't understand. That's the success. You come to a point you don't, nor will you ever understand. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. So therefore there's a, a loss of interest in all of these movements that are called Paul to try to find the real Paul, yeah? You see the movements, but there's not much interest in it anymore, yeah? And that's where the relief lies. It's not on you getting the relief. What you do is express relief, that it had nothing to do with getting, yeah? It's now an expression of relief, but it's not the one who's doing the relief, yeah? Or got the relief, yes? Or has the relief. It's an expression of relief. Yeah. Not of ownership, but of relief coming. Yeah. So this isn't about, oh, I gotta, I'm gonna just convince the action figure it's not an action figure. It doesn't work. I mean, give it a shot if you have to. I've seen it hundreds of times. I'm humbly just gonna project uh, an answer. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Because again, that activity is the obscuring. Yes, I mean, seriously. I don't think you can get around it. And if you've entered, if you come into this world of non-duality, you must have had some certain hints of this, yeah? 
that it's you looking for it that's causing a, a seeming blindness of it, yeah? Now, why would you waste time trying to change that which is seemingly causing the blindness to become able to see? That's pointless to me, yeah? Just see you're not that. See you not that. How do you do that? By seeing what, what's happening. Yeah, because a lot of what's happening is being used to infer that there's something already there that has never been there, nor will ever be there. <laughs> That's what it does. It uses history or the past to convince us that it's real now. <laughs> it's all made up. Yeah, It's never becoming self. It's the selfing is implying you are one already. It's not saying, watch out, you're becoming self, or, you know what I mean? You're really at the precipice, you could become self, you know, and then living in that fear. No, it's saying you are one already. It's just assuming that. It's assuming you are that, which it's riffing about. Yeah? You can't, you're not going to undo that fucking language knot. You're not. It's not going to happen. You just see it. Yeah. See it from what? Pure awareness? You don't need the word pure. Awareness. Yeah. Just awareness. You're just there. And then you see a lot of activity. And then you see the activity, it just begets more activity. And some of the activity implies a noun. Yeah? It does. Some there's a lot of owning that implies an owner. There's a lot of claiming that implies the claimer. There's a lot of thinking that implies the thinker. <laughs> There's a lot of feeling that implies the feeler. But in fact, all there are are a lot of feelings and thinkings and shit, claimings and like that, yeah? On and on and on and on and on. It's like the idea of a lot of us, we start too late. We're trying, we're at the point of letting go what happened to where did where was there any and where was there anyone holding on? That would be the the key, yeah. Once you're into the level of letting go, you've reinforced the belief in that there's someone holding on. I mean, you're going to be letting go a lot in the life. <laughs> I bet you you haven't had just one letting go. I bet you that's not true. You've you've let you've had a lot of letting goes, yeah, <laughs> which have been used to reinforce the one who's holding on. <laughs> yeah, you're not the one who let go, nor are you the one who holds on. Yeah, there's just holding on and letting go. Why is it that we can't understand? Well, I know why, because your programming doesn't allow it. So why why do you want to make a you know? a paperback into an encyclopedia. You can't. It's just, you know, it's a story. Serious. I don't know how, how things happen. Before, maybe 90% of the narration was like a fucking crazy news news channel with a crazy weatherman forecasting a lot of shit in the future. Yeah, listening to it. And maybe there'd be little 
comedic respites when someone tripped and fell down the stairs or got hurt and I would start laughing, which was inappropriate. You know what I mean? And now, like 90-something percent is comedy, and every once in a while there's news flashes. <laughs> the weatherman keeps forecasting terrible shit, but he doesn't even have a map anymore. He doesn't even have a pointer. He's just fucking... It's like the emperor with no clothes. <laughs> you couldn't have proved, you couldn't have produced that condition if you wanted to. You couldn't have. Yeah? Because it's you that plays all the roles. You're you're the fucking newscaster and there's an investment in that. You're the weatherman, there's an investment in that. You're the one who's having a lot of shit happen to him. There's an investment in that. Yeah, the mental investment in all the characters. <laughs> Buddhism would call it the cherishing of self. Yeah, that's what happens. So the only way it has happened with me was a loss of interest in it. And I had to go through the rude awakenings about trying to lose interest in that, which I wanted to lose interest in. <laughs> it just... I had to go through all those things to see, hey, wait a minute. These, all these equations, all, all they do is reinforce the primary number one. It's not going anywhere. Yeah? So, yep. You ready for a question? Uh, yeah. Okay. Let me get ready for a question. Richard from Grass Valley. And then Kaiser, I saw your hand up, so don't get too tired. Go ahead, Richard. Hey, Paul. So um, so there's a lot of conditioning here from a spiritual group of like making a lot of karma, how to balance your karma so I can transcend to the next level, which is almost like I started so many fires. How do I make up for that? You know, I'm just curious yeah. what you have to say about that. And also, and the tail end of that is like, and how would that also relate beyond like non-duality to the eighth and ninth step of making amends. Yeah, all right, so two parts. Well, see, the thing is, a lot of, uh, I would say, a lot of spirituality is going to make the action figure better. That's fine, yeah? But I don't like the whole, uh, the made-up journey of you're going to transcend into a, you know, a golf course in heaven and you're going to always shoot under par for the rest of your fucking life as a, you know, so I don't have opinions on the outside things like that. But for, for me, I saw a lot of that stuff was captured by, oh man, the avalanches that occurred in me when I read the thing by Ramana Maharshi, the presupposing of a non-existent thing, obviously being existing, and then wanting to get salvation for that non-existent thing, this, my spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they, my spiritual practices, destroy it? I was caught with my pants down when that hit me and uh, changed my life a lot, to tell you the truth. So I find a lot of stuff that's uh, I like that is in that category of unbeknownst to the practitioners, their own practices may be reinforcing that which they'd like to destroy. Yeah. So, 
And then the step, the ninth step, the eighth and ninth step in recovery, in the big book, in the program recovery, there's 12 steps. And step, uh, which are suggested for people who want to change the underlying causes and conditions of their al of alcoholism and addiction. Yeah. So eight is you just write a list of the people you had harmed and you owed a men to or stores you robbed or shit like that. And then step nine is you, you're going to go make amends to people unless it would hurt them or others. Yeah. Or unless, you know, I'm not that important. Somebody I hurt lives in Antarctica. Or I'm not going to fly to Antarctica, you know. Probably the person doesn't even remember what happened. So you make amends to them. And this is all for the action figure. And so the action figure of my type was, I'm just going to avoid everything at all costs. So if I fuck someone over, I have too much pride to admit I did that, so I'll just move to another city, never see them again. And so this is, I lived like this for quite a while. And of course, I ended up like, if these squares were horizontal, I ended up in one little square with not many moves in, in my life. So uh, when I made the amends, because I was, my whole, my whole mental state was like a storage unit with all those undealt uh, with shit just taking up a lot of space and not producing any circulation. So I started to make the amends to people and places and stuff. And uh, I felt a lot better. I, it, it, it allowed, allowed me to have a sense of well-being that I had, didn't even know was available anymore. Maybe I had it when I was a kid. So, uh, yeah, so that's all about the action figure, I feel. Yeah, so... You, but the action figure has a very, it's important here. I mean, you better not try to use non-duality to negate like that you have tuberculosis. And now that you're awake, you sh it shouldn't have any effect on you. You still have tuberculosis probably. Like if I was in a, a diabetic and I woke up, I would still take insulin. I would realize it's of the body. So I might as well take care of the body. Well, the same thing. Your sense of well-being isn't a spiritual condition. It's a mental, emotional condition, basically. Yeah? And a societal condition. If you, if you were brought up, I was brought up in a Catholic family. My grandmother, uh, you know, I had a sense of right and wrong. And I would, my own judgment of most of my behavior since 12 or 13 was most of it was pretty damn wrong. So... There was a lot of guilt and shame being generated by those principles and the reaction to my behavior. So uh, what really brought me out of all of that was doing the steps of AA and making the amends and doing the inventory and seeing how uh, and seeing my role in things. And when I saw my role in things, I saw something else's role in things, which is self. Yeah, which uh, if I never would have looked back and seen my role in things, I would never have saw self's role. Yeah, and I started see uh, this this foreign idea was incredibly influential in this life, and I basically had been lived. It had used me for transportation, basically, and uh, 
that was unbelievable. When I saw alcoholism and self, really, the obsession and, and the addiction to self, when I saw it as a foreign activity, uh, the possibility of being free from it became available. And it showed me I had been, I was trying to be free as it most of my life. And that's why it always failed. And it's captured by self can't get out of self. And it's captured by Hoang Po. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. These things capture exactly what was happening. And now it may still be happening, but it's not happening to me. <laughs> is going to stop you you i have a bridge i'll sell you in brooklyn you know what i mean as long as you're there's breath being taken in and oxygen going to the brain you're going to have this narration going and this narration isn't responding to you, even your experiences or the date that you're here it's it's a it's a program narrative yeah it is. It's. Uh, it may have a. It may have like two inches of gigabytes for spiritual growth. <laughs> it doesn't. It's. It's. It's not a chariot of the gods. You know. It's. That's not its main point. <laughs> I don't know. You can tinker on it all you like, but basically, I think it's going to fail you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you succeed from it, is it fails you. So, I think it's hard with communication because when I'm hearing it, I'm completely aligned with what's coming out. <laughs> I I drunk I joke I drunk the Kool Aid a long long time ago. I'm just astonished how people turn it into something else. I don't know. I'm hoping something, not what I'm saying, but how it's being said gets through the Zoom. Yeah, that's the communication, really. Because you can't understand anything other than by your understanding. We're really not trying to use that vehicle. We're trying to get through it all. Yeah, try to... Try to imprint what's already imprinted on you. Yeah, so there'll be an aha, like aha, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I've been looking at the same squares, Yareev and Fritz and David. I better move on. Brian. Thanks, Richard. Satish is up. Who? Satish. Oh, Satish. Where are you, Satish? Oh, there's Richard. Nice to see you, Richard. I haven't seen you in a while. Satish. Well, um, you know, you, you explain a hundred times, and in some ways I understand it, you know, the action figure, and, and that seems to be the you that I'm operating out of most of the time. But then there's a you that that you talk about 
look or negate the 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 action figure. So, can you help me? And is there a process to to do to do that negation, or you're talking about? You well, know, it's not, no, it's not a process. Uh, it's more a view, in a way. A view from, it's from not from are, action figure, right? Yeah, no, not from the action figure, from what you are about the action figure. You so see, how do I operate in the realm of uh, what, what I am? Uh, you don't operate in the realm of what you are. You're operating in the realm of what you're not. Right. Yeah. So how do I see that what I am not from the from the realm of what I am? Well, you're not going to see it as what you're not, but you are seeing what you're not as what from what you am right now. Right now, that's what's happening. The interest can be on something else, but that's what's happening. So am I thinking that? that I, hmm? is, that, is there a thinking going on that what I'm not? No. But, no. Oh, and why, why? I don't know what you're thinking as what you're not, but not there's no thinking in what you are. What you are is seeing, not with eyes, awareness, activities, mental activities, and is also seeing the intent of those activities. The activities aren't just happening. Someone, it's sort of like a herd of donkeys and something's putting a tail on them all. Yeah? So a mental activity comes and claims what's happening. And then there's a little mental activity that goes on, which is it uses what it's claimed to imply there's a one. That's what it does. Yeah? yeah. You can see it from what you're not. You can understand it from what you're not. You can see it from what you are. You can't see it from what you're not. You can have an understanding of it. Yeah. Which I do. It seems to. Yeah. yeah. So you have an understanding of it, but the, like the view, which would be an understanding, isn't the vision. The vision is the sense of seeing, of seeing from what you're not from i mean seeing what you from what you are yeah it's just a sense and that sense gives you other senses which is it that sense is it didn't come it doesn't go it's not close it's not far it's not a thing it's yes it's not of time it's just the context of it all yeah yeah. You want to call it the I am or the is or whatever. But there's intimation of that. Yeah. Is that sensing like, like a seeing and hearing? Is, is it? No, it's not no. seeing or hearing, but it, I got to use the word sense because there's, in, there's an intimation of, of that. Because we are it, yeah? Hmm. I don't know how to put it. Yeah. You can see a strong distinction in time and that which is not governed by time. Mm -hmm. You can sense it. 
once you get the flavors, once certain things have become, uh, you've had a taste of, that taste leads to recognition, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you start seeing, oh, uh, the influence of time, where most people are never talking about time. They're talking about time like five o'clock, I have an appointment, three o'clock, I've got to go somewhere. But time is is almost like a sap in this tree, yeah? It's, 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 it's got a very, it's part of the incredible obscuring event, time, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you start seeing, um, you learn a lot about what, what's going on. You don't learn about what you are, but you learn from what you are about what's going on. Yeah. And then you realize it doesn't need to be translated for the action figure to understand it. It's probably better it doesn't. Yeah. The action figure has its job and hopefully it realizes the futility of being being used as a, a finder or a Geiger counter for the truth, yeah? And then for it gets it gets put into a sort of a, a groove of humility. It can't really, it realizes that it's not the source or the cause, you know? It has a lot of humble recognitions that start moving through it. And if it fights with, with reality, it loses. It comes to some fucking tough conclusions but then uh, it it's it it accepts its appointed seat assignment yeah it's just here yeah mm-hmm. and it's on a need to know basis and it's not the <laughs> it's like one of the <laughs> you know what i mean it's like a stowaway on the boat. It's not the fucking captain or shit like that. It's just there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you often talked about surrender. Is that part of it? Yes, surrender, yes. Surrender to the facts. Yeah. The action figure, see, It's a very fine line because some people go extreme and they say, well, if I'm not a body and this is coming from the body identification, then fuck the body. (laughs) It doesn't work. Yeah. There's things that are needed in time. Yes. And then there's the timeless, the the relief that's only of timelessness. Yeah. If you want to say it that way. What a lot of what the action figure learns is what's what is what is its business and what it's and what's not its business yeah it gets it gets yeah its business is and then what's not its business it's not its business is well if only or what could have you know that's not its business yeah and then yeah. uh it may not take it like duck to water but it will and then it's just, it's, uh, allows it to travel lighter, basically. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah.
Thanks, Satish. You don't realize your need to know the misplaced or misidentified need to know is the obscuring. Yeah. It's not there's something that's obscure that I need to know about. No. The need to know being identified with is obscuring. Yeah. Now, need to know without getting hitched onto, onto your uh, caboose, whatever, is just the need to know. It'll disappear like the feeling of I didn't know and I should have. All this shit just comes through constantly. Yeah? Nothing makes a home here. You're not a, you're like a fucking inn that nobody stays overnight at. It just goes, goes, goes. Yeah? This idea, we've got a lot of crazy ideas. <laughs> we do. And uh, we're really, really, We're, 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 we think we're jumping on a, a trampoline of assumed facts, thinking like it's a solid floor. <laughs> we're just bouncing fucking everywhere. Yeah. Just get, see what you, so When I say see, I'm, I'm implying onness, awareness, yeah? Not awareness with an urge to know. Awareness with no urge whatsoever, just a giant field, and it cannot not be itself, which is aware. So mm -hmm. there's awareness. Yeah? It's not you aware. <laughs> there's awareness. That's mm -hmm. all. And then there's dreaming going on. And the mental state is like the ladle that keeps stirring the soup and bitching about it doesn't stabilize. Just, just that simple. Yeah. You just got to see what you're not, and then you'll lose interest in it. And then uh, acceptance will come over the scene instead of like a giant conflict all the time. There's two parts of me fighting it out. No, there isn't. You know, it's just all this is just happening, happening, happening. Yeah. And just like you're going to forget it all tonight. There'll be a point where this will never have been remembered. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be no scars. There'll be no tattoos. There will be no reminders. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Satish. Nice to see you. Thank I understand... You. I understand the action figure of Satish a little bit, yeah? You're going to have to, you know, chew it to the bone to realize there was nothing there. So it's fine. You're getting close. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. Thank you. <laughs> it's like cannibalism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of us, maybe we didn't start out serious, but we become serious about certain topics. And in a way, that seriousness can become like a righteous obscuring. Yeah. And you can't, you can't, uh, 
go on a journey to become less serious, obviously. But what, what this message will do will uh, weaken that seriousness for sure. Yeah? Because it isn't doing the job that you were hoping it would. It isn't. Yeah? You've already entered the inner sanctum. You don't have to have the right garb or the right look. You're here. You're what you're looking for. Yeah? There's no requirements on its side. None. None whatsoever. The joy in bowing is our joy. The joy in honoring is our joy. Yeah? It's our joy to, to express like artists beautiful qualities. Yeah? It's not demanding anything. Yeah? It's never gonna go or come. It's not of time. It's not of space. It's not like any... If, we, if our understanding is like one of these Zoom squares, the greatest understanding would be the limitation of the understanding of the Zoom square. That would probably be the best understanding you could ever arrive at, yeah? Is to realize the limited understanding. <laughs> it would. This is the beauty of it. The beauty of, of, uh, of no escape, the wisdom of no escape is, is incredible relief. You stop trying to get out of an imaginary place. <laughs> you do. Yeah. You're here completely as much as you can. Yeah. And you know, as much as you can to me could be quite a little. I don't give a shit. <laughs> here. I don't have to really be here. Here's enough. <laughs> And then you can see the mental state wants you to go off on a journey to a mythical here to deny the here that you're in. It's always denying the exact thing it's having you look for. I mean, give me a fucking break. Yeah. I mean, after you bought 800 maps from it and fucking followed it, I mean, you should realize it by now. Yeah. It's, you know, you are what you're looking for. That's a message of non-duality. It is. If it doesn't jive with you, it's fine. But, I mean, that's the premise. Yeah? If not, then all seeking would probably have a huge amount of value. Because you'd, if it's not you, get on with looking for it. Shit, yeah. Yeah? If there's something so supremely better than this place... And it's not of me. I'm looking for it, for sure. And if I can't look for it, I'm going to shoot cocaine in my throat. <laughs> so I can feel like I've split, <laughs> at least for five seconds or five minutes. I'll do anything to have that feeling of transcendence. Anything. I would. I would and I did. With spiritual practices and shit. All the transcending was a momentary flirtation and you'd be back in the same old, same old. Unless you passed away, but I didn't, so I kept showing back up. I didn't, there's not one place I could visit that it didn't, it didn't show up in. <laughs> I realized the only place is now. There's no fucking future transcendent spaces. This is it. Yeah. Dog shit awareness. Reign supreme. Yeah, you think, 
Man, I'll tell you something. Mm. Hmm. Well, I wish I could say it better, you know, I do. I mean, I was always looking to get out since I was young. I mean, I was driven by some discomfort or dis-ease or irritability. Who knows what? Made-up ghosts. But something... I had an underlying engine and an urge to get out, yeah, and it was and, and it uh, was pretty potent, and it led me quickly into drug addiction. I mean, I didn't you know hang around smoking dope and dropping LSD. I went to narcotics like fucking after the education of LSD was over, which was unbelievable. Great, I went right to narcotics. And just started shooting drugs. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like I planned it. It just went like that. And I want, and the quicker the better. The 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 harder it would hit. I did I did fucking PCP, a dangerous shit. I met a guy. This is how weird things would be out there. I knew a lady who wanted to save me for a long time. Yeah, she kept trying to save me. She had a brother. Her brother was born the same day I was, not the same year, same day. He comes into town with this convertible Cadillac. He smokes PCP, which was, if you knew anything about it, every day. So I went on about a three-week run with this fucker, hallucinating every second, smoking, just destroying brain cells. Yeah. It wasn't like I was on a journey and that was the, on the next page. You're going to smoke PCP? No, you just kept going. It was just like you were driven by some force. And you know what? It went to such an extreme. In hindsight, I saw, I knew even back then, self can't get out of self. I knew it because I tried my best to get out of self. I tried my best to get out of my body. I shot to overdose. I shot cocaine knowing I was going to overdose with the hopes that at one point before my physical body died, I'd be free from fucking self. I figured that's the only way I can do it. I got to push it to right that point of death and be awake and just have that fucking relief. It would have made it all worth it. But no, it didn't happen. I'd come to, the cops would be there. I'd be fucking in the, go to the hospital fucking they find drugs in my pocket i go to jail the next morning i mean it was it failed it failed it failed because you can't get out of what you're not in it's impossible so i don't know about you i've had the futility of trying to get out of self as self i've experienced it completely and it's done it's dead yeah, it's dead. It's finished. That's one thing I give. I'm so grateful for. For some reason or another, I have the ability to be convinced. I can be convinced. I can be convinced I'm not managerial quality. I can be convinced that I'm powerless over fucking intoxicants. 
I can be convinced of a lot of things. And non-duality went really a long way in convincing me of the futility of trying to use what I am to find what I am. <laughs> it's just put it to rest. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get there, because when you get there, you're in a world of no time. So all the longing and missing, and I should have understood earlier, has no relevance in timelessness. None, none, none. Nobody's missed anything. Nobody prolonged anything. Nobody should have got on the bus earlier. Nothing. Yeah? When it hits you, it says it's always been this way. Always. Always. No exemptions. No, no time exemptions. No geographical exemptions. Always, always, wherever you are, at any time, no matter what your seeming conditions or the conditions of where you are is, is there it is. Yeah. You can't have it. You can't be it. Yeah. You can be used as an expression of it. You can be able to reflect on its expressions but you are in a cause, you aren't the source as what you're not. It's a mental idea. That's what it is. A stubborn one, but it's a mental idea. Yeah. You don't, it doesn't have to be killed or nothing. You just see it's not you. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Heiser is up. Kaiser. Hey, Paul. Um, wow, you're on fire tonight. You like confused the shit out of me. Um, hey. Well, if I can't slap you in the face, confusing the shit out of you is the next best thing. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I think I have a little question about it. So there's there's the drive to know and I like need it, you know, I can see like it, that happens. Um, and so I, I have like some things that I do in the morning, some like readings and stuff. And I, I have like my, my spiritual program over the, the, the 12 steps and stuff. And that's, that's cool. And, you know, it's kind of like a journey and it's kind of like, I'm, I'm seeing myself blossom and I'm traveling lighter and all that stuff. And then the night, it was so freaking clear when you confused the hell out of me that it's, I can't really, I, I can't, I can express it a hell of a lot worse than you. So I'm not going to bother. I was just confused, just confused, but I kind of understood kind of, I don't know, but the little things that I do, like, like the action figure does, and then I take them seriously. And then that's the obscuring, like you're kind of saying, um, I still am gonna wanna keep doing that stuff. So is there, is there a way, it's almost like that the, the me or the selfing or that, it's just, it's gonna have to have a bone to chew on. Um, and then maybe I can give it some of my like 12 step work or my little things that are enjoyable and stuff and just kind of give it something to play with. Well, that, is that kind of, is that a helpful thing to allow, you know, or, and then, then the other stuff happens? the language but it's not you giving it. it. There's a giving of it, yeah? Okay. There's not a you giving it. Okay. There's giving of it, yeah. See, some people, as action figures, they need a purpose. They won't do well. 
right. if they don't have a purpose. Some people do a lot better when they have something bigger than themselves to identify with. So I'll do for AA what I wouldn't do for myself or others. If AA calls me to do something, I'm more apt to do it than if I would have come up with it. Yeah. So you this this is the kind of stuff you find out. You find out about the action figure. The action figure has its own programming. And a lot of it's been thwarted from growing because of the mental preoccupation. Yeah. It's like the mental, it's like a big mental hen sitting on the egg. And it's sitting on the egg prevents the egg from fucking hatching, really. Yeah. It doesn't know it, but that's what happens. So, yeah. A lot of people don't do well with purpose. So, yeah. You you find purpose in life. Yeah. Yeah. Now, for me, I have very mundane purposes because uh, my head likes the the Homerish, heroic Odyssey type thing. So if I if it's like going to buy a pair of shoes at a thrift store, I can't really write a saga up about that. Yes, or I'm making a leather bag in the garage. It's whoopee d. But when I was going to Thailand to meditate for 13 hours a day, it was having a field day, building up a spiritual paw. So I found, in a way, I just fell into a more mundane way of living. Seems to work. So it gets a little meaning out of things, but it doesn't make a lot of meaning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want to launch. It's... I don't want to give it too much interest. Well, it's, I'm just going to shut up because the language. Yeah, I think. Yeah, 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 bro. I understand. I've been watching you, so I understand. You're getting undone in a good way, so don't worry. Even what you think, if I don't do it, it's going to turn. It's not. It's got its own direction now. You're along for the ride. You know, you've got the, it's like that thing in uh, Disney World where the, you get on a boat and there's eight wheels and then you go through and everyone thinks they're driving, but it's like a computer running that, but everyone has the story of being the captain. I saved us from the crocodiles. Yeah. So that's sort of what it's like, you know, something else is doing it. And then you have this narrative of your importance, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's being, yeah. So that's, yeah, you know, you get that feeling, don't you? Yeah, yeah, it's it's I I don't want to say anything because I'll confuse the shit out of myself because it's it's something's happening and I'm just yeah I want permission to go in and and, and say my prayers even though I don't believe in a in a deity. Thing. You have tons but of permission, permission to say prayers because it's not you saying them. So okay. great, say prayers. Okay. Yeah. It'll be fun for me. Thank you. Yeah, say prayers, meditate, whatever. Why would you know? You know how lucky it is to find things that work (laughs) as an action figure. Most action figures don't find things that work. So this is the insanity of the head. It wants to piss on what what works with some kind of spiritual righteousness. I shouldn't be no. If breathing deeply works, do it until you feel like you don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> Kaiser, you're a trip. Yeah. 
Yeah. Your spring has been, uh, it's coiled. This has come down a lot, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what happens at these Zooms. All the while you're thinking of changing, you're being changed. <laughs> I'm going to set out on a course of changing tomorrow. You're being changed by sitting here. <laughs> That's what's funny. <laughs> you don't have to proclaim you're on a journey when you're on a journey already. <laughs> you're on the boat. It's got a good direction. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. All right, Mike. And David is up. David. David Husky. Get me unmuted here. Okay. <clears throat> really great to tune into you today, Paul. Last I saw you was out in Seattle. Oh, few, good. few years yes. ago. Yeah. Yep. Out there with um, Mark Holva and all of that group. Yeah. We're still we're still meeting on Zoom about every week, um, most of us. It's oh, beautiful, good. beautiful to see you here, guy. I mean, you're just steaming tonight, and I love it. Every uh, guy and every every lady in this group is just super people, and uh, it, it's so wonderful to see how strong everyone is to cross over into the place where there's no more questions. Yeah, it can't no, happen too soon. Yeah, it happens. I haven't had any questions in about 10 years, so. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So. I love everybody here and uh, just need to tune in and say hi. And uh, I'm out in Pennsylvania now, out near New York City, mm. Poconos. Oh, the Poconos, yeah. Yeah. I, I gave away and sold all my books and everything. I just sort of, hey, you know, who needs this shit anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe somebody will pick it up. But anyway, there's a message that you have that no one else in the world because of your unique experience. And it's so wonderful to see how there's just the same reality for everybody. No, no one, no one has any less chance or greater chance than anybody else. Really. It just, you finally discover, as you said all along, you are the one you're looking for. And um, I'd love to share my time with you a little bit. Just say hi. And go ahead and take care. Thanks, David. Thank you very much. Yeah. The beautiful thing is none of us have a chance at all. <laughs> That's right. There's nobody to have a chance. <laughs> That's the beautiful that's the beauty of it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even need a chance. These people look like You're in happy. already. Yeah, people look like the happiest losers I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah, right. People are lost. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> nice to see you, David. Good to see you, Paul.
Yeah. When this thing blows over and stuff, I go to Philly and stuff and uh, all around Pennsylvania. I'll, it'll be posted on the website when if it ever happens again. <laughs> but I go down, I go in that area twice a year usually. I, I, he got cut off, but all right, thank you. All right, Thanks, Mike. David. Rami is next. Rami. This is like the shower scene of Psycho, take 25. Rami oh. gets. Brahmi realizes on having no head. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Paul. Um, so in the um, in some prior uh, webcasts, you talked about um, I unfortunately this brain's still trying to figure some things out, or that's okay, what it is. Not you. Yeah. So exactly. So there's the subject object thing, even since I was a kid, that whole concept is a little bit uh, baffling to me. But uh, so in this part of, in seeing what I'm not, you had mentioned in uh, the past that sometimes you see yourself as the thinker and sometimes as the thought. So I wanted to no, understand no, that concept. No, not the thoughts, sometimes as the thought about. The thought about. Yeah, so the body gets pictured, yeah? Yes. Yeah, so when there's, when there's thoughts about, and then you, the thoughts about you are, uh, conjure up the image of the body, yes? Yes. So that would be the subject, yes? Which would be that which is conscious, let's say in this condition, Conscious of the thoughts, yeah? Yes. And now the thoughts are about itself, which is pictured as a body. Which is the object. So that's subject-object, yes. Okay. You see how confusing it is? For, yeah, totally confusing. So the subjectness is happening all day. You're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, yeah? Yes. When, when the seer, when it, there's the seer, hearer, feeler, taster, toucher, that implies the body. Yeah. Acha. So when it turns, when it gets turned into a noun, almost, then it becomes yeah. an object. Well, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Noun verb is sub is sort of like duality. Yeah. Yes. So basically, what There's no du non-duality meetings. They're duality meetings. Yeah. So we're speaking of duality, with the hopes of uh, questioning or casting like a healthy suspicion on these assumed facts that the whole story relies on. Yeah. That we're seemingly living as or from. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just so non-dualities first movement is negation of duality it's negating duality so we so there's a seeing which is not of duality yes play of subject object which is duality yeah the mental yes. state implies this play of duality is you yeah 
and denies this, the seeing. So now this, this idea of being the subject object can get driven to a point where it starts looking for what it is with what it is under the illusion that it's something else. So this is non-duality is negating that. That's what it's negating. It's, it's trying to question not the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, but the claiming of the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and then making it a see or hear or feel or taste or touch it. Yeah? Because then yes. suddenly the seeing is seemingly forgotten, and then the subject of the seer and the object of the seeing becomes dominant. That's duality. Yeah. So this whole thing we call our life, the, the invitation of non-duality is negating. That's all. It's just saying, it's not denying it, it's negating it. It's saying, yes, this is appearing, but it isn't so. Yeah? yeah. Right. What's happening seems to be hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, thinking, doing. Yes. Where does it ha get this starting point of doer, thinker, feeler? It's made up. Yeah? And then as soon as the doer is <laughs> established, then the object that's, or the what's done gets established as soon as the seer is established and the scene is established and now you've got the dream of subject object yeah we're not denying it the dream we're negating it in other words it's appearing to be it's appearing and appearing and appearing but it's not so yeah yeah there is something so but we can't describe it because you are it we can't find it because you are it. You can't look for it because you are it. Yeah. You can't have it because you are it. Also, you can't lose it because you are it. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't arrive at that fact by affirming the fact. It doesn't, I haven't seen it work. That's why some people have affirmed that fact at 800 satsangs and it hasn't changed anything. Right. Because yeah. yeah. affirming the fact from the assumed fact doesn't work. So we've got no. to question the assumed fact from the fact. Yeah. The assumption is you are what you're looking for. So that which you are is seeing now. So that which you, you are is seeing what you're not. That's, that's the assumption of non-duality. Now, you may not have that feeling, but that's a fact. Yeah? You are the seeing yeah. of what you're not. What you're not is duality. You're not, there's no subject object. There's no this or that. It's appearing. It's dreaming. Yeah? Yeah, it's almost like being at a fun house with all the mirrors and the different angles and keep catching these glimpses, but it's still what I'm not. It's all perceptions. Yes, because the perception is, bro is programmed. Like the Course in Miracles would say, first projection, which would be dreaming, and then perception, which is when the that which is dreaming identifies as the dreamt, it perceives what it's projecting. So yeah. the dreaming perceives as the the dreaming as identified as the dreamt perceives the dreaming as real. That's what it does, and it perceives the dreaming as if what. What's perceiving the dreaming is the dreamt, 
which Hoang Po made very clear, what's perceiving can't be perceived. So your whole basis of perception is off. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. That which is perceiving is a body. It's not. So we're just it's happening. To take the apple cart, yeah? We're, trying yeah. To shake. we're not saying you need less apples or more apples. We want to just shake the cart and see how it, they fall out. And maybe you'll start seeing what you're not and you'll get more of a sense of what you are. Yeah? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Heather is up and then Drew. Heather. Oh, Susanna, Hi. nice to see you. Heather. So, hi, sir. How are you? Good. I haven't been called sir in a while. So <laughs> used to call me uh, dude, dude, bro. Okay, call you dude, bro. Oh, no, hi, dude, bro. Sir is <laughs> good. Okay. Uh, I'm just sitting here. I'm listening to you. I'm enjoying your talks. I'm new to the group. I appreciate you guys having me. Um, I'm kind of playing with this idea of uh, paradox. So this is my question to you. Where does the illusionary self come from? How is it created? Why does it appear? And then I made this little drawing. I don't know if you can see. But what, I, what I'm thinking is that it's kind of funny that so awareness is and you can't escape it. But somehow we create an illusionary self that wants escape. And it's kind of like this fucking paradox, excuse my language. So if we just accept what is and that awareness is, can we break out of this paradox? All right, well, first of all, it's not created. It's not real. It's an appearance. It's appearance of something that hasn't changed anything. Sort of like the, if you ever heard of the Course in Miracles, the Course in Miracles speaks about uh, let's say what self represents is that we thought we had the ability to separate from God, so to speak. So now we're separated from God and we're having like uh, doer's remorse. So there's a huge amount of guilt and shame for fuck. who would fucking ever separate from God. But in right. fact, it never happened. Yeah. Got it. It never happened. It's just where there's a believing of it and it's and that believing of it is causing things to appear. Yes, but it's not nothing was created. Nothing. All right. But so what's the what's the breakaway point from pure consciousness? Like that that's yeah, what I struggle I with. Let's say what's the breakaway point? Yeah, like if we if we enter if we are pure consciousness, at what point do we create this illusionary self? Like what what is, now, what was the, this is so that's I, the point, but it's not a create, it's making. Making. Yeah, it's very different. It's different. Creating is sort of something maybe real. This isn't, there's no reality to it. It's making. And there is no self. There's selfing that implies a self. Yeah. You never. Yeah. There are, there are no nouns here. All the nouns are assumed and they all derive from a verb. Yeah. Selfing is what implies there's a self. Yeah. It's an activity. Yeah. So all things are activities and some activities are implying there's, there's, there are nouns, so to speak. 
but this isn't so, never will be so, never was so. And the con there's no point. This is like dreaming in a way. Yeah. I'm just figuring how, I'm just trying to figure out how we put ourselves inside the hamster, how we became the hamster inside that, the. <laughs> you're not that that wants to figure that out. Because well, there's you know that. what's worse than a hamster in a wheel? You know what's what? worse? A knowledgeable what? hamster in the wheel. I, I kind of feel like that most days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but That's see, I mean, is. to me, I feel like there's this rich paradox of like, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like I spend half the day trying to escape from myself or like judgments or criticisms of self. And I do, I, I you know, I like to meditate and I get into this space where I, I don't know that I'm enlightened or anything, but I do have, I'm able to pull back into a, an observer mode and kind of get a moment of peace and calm. And I, I would call that awareness. Um, uh, but I, but I can't seem to walk with that through my day. You know what I mean? Like the, I don't know. It's interesting. Like how, how do you, does one stay in that space? You know? And then it's futile because I know you would say just the act of like trying to stay in that space. It's just the futility of all of it. It is maddening, you know, a bit. Well, the beautiful thing is the maddening will bring out the who. And maybe you'll see you're not the who that's maddened by it. And there'll be an acceptance of things. Well, I know. I mean, I, I've had a panic attack. The paradox is only a state of viewing something from a failed thought system. There's no paradoxes. It's, it, it's paradoxical to how we're trying to understand with what we're trying to understand with. But it's it's really appointed to the failed system, not that there's a paradox. That's how things work. <laughs> we see them as paradoxical. That's how things work. They don't follow a mental logic. I mean, my problem is I'm always trying to like un understand it. You know, I'm like if I could just understand it, I could hold it. I could, you know. <laughs> no, it won't work. So that's difficult. No, I know. So well, I mean, that's why I thought the paradox thing would work because then. If you ultimately get oh, to this point where you just to have to accept. All right. Yeah, well, thank we're not you. Give, we're not going to throw. A, I see you wanting to juggle. We're not going to throw a ball at you. No. Okay. Just come and see. see uh, could you imagine that thing that is the observer had that observing has been claimed by the mental state and has formulated an observer who basically is now the policeman to the thief that you call another aspect of self. They're both not you. Yeah. Yeah. There's no system to understand it. It just is. There, there's, it's futile to create a system to try to understand it yeah, when it, it just is. Because the understanding that the system of you're using, you're trying to put two tons into a half ton pickup. It can't get it. So. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't, it has its, uh, its under, understanding isn't free from a huge, isn't free from a huge assumption that you're relevant and you're real. So uh, that, that haunts the understanding claimed as yours all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm still stuck on like the, 
the purpose of the illusionary self like what why like the why uh yeah why is you're gonna uh, i hope uh uh why is like a a long drawn out screechy note in time <laughs> you never it never leads you to the theme of the music yeah. It doesn't matter because you're hoping if you knew why, then an understanding would bring some kind of, let's say, control or power over it stuff. It doesn't. Yeah. All it feeds is that is the uh, reinforces the one who thinks they're they're the questioner. It does. So you're gonna if you listen to certain people here, most I'd say a number of them part of this little, if you see it as a journey, is they get to a point where they don't ask questions anymore. They're just enjoying the ride. They're just enjoying the, the scenery. They're not asking, where does that cow come from or whatever? They're just enjoying the ride. And a lot of people will end up there tonight, hopefully. <laughs> but eventually, yeah. And then... Uh, but I'm really happy. You have a bright mind. Don't, uh, the head is going to fucking incinerate you with it. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in a sense, there's another way of looking at from the action figure point of view. And that's the idea of surrender. Yeah. I mean, if that light is continually turned on you, it's like when I was a kid, I had a chameleon, this little lizard and i had it in a like a little plastic tray with a fake uh palm tree and some some colored rocks and i wouldn't go to this uh family party without it you know so we put it in the car we drove to staten island and i put it in the back you know the behind the back seat not knowing that the sun moves you know so i go into the party I come out to check out on it and the sun had roasted it, cooked it into like a small belt, you know? I was so bummed out. Well, this is what happens with a lot of us with the head. Something is, the mental state is directing the light and it's magnifying you. And it's, uh, it's not a, it's, 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 it's like a, a hellish tanning booth, you know? It's way too much. Yeah, you're getting cooked. So you need to have, uh, knowing that power is there, to have something else directed, really. You know? Whatever I mean, I'd like to be able to just put it down and just... Um... Obviously, just admit you can't, or you would have already. So then you ask something maybe to help you with it. Yeah, you can't do it. Because you're asking it as it. So it's just going to fuck with you. Okay. You know, seriously, so... I hope you come back. So come back here. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Drew turned me on and I appreciate it. And I'm happy to come back. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, there's a joy in, be in, uh, in becoming less serious. Yes, there's a joy in it. Yeah. And uh, you can, that happens when you see the futility of seriousness because it's being misdirected. Yeah, it is. It's not what it's not 
the use that you may think you have for it, it has a different use for you. Yeah. So I'm just warning you because I've, you know, I've seen thousands of people. Yeah. In this position of sharing and, uh, I can recognize certain things. So yeah. Come I appreciate that. that. Thank you. You're welcome, Heather. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. And Drew. Oh, yeah. Drew, how are you? Drew hey, man. Assini. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for, for all the sharing and relating to a lot, connecting with a lot. I liked Heather's picture, too. That was cool. Um, yeah, I guess I feel like I, I want to throw some uh, stuff by you for, like, uh, like, I'm saying, like, a dipstick check to see if like the engine's actually running smooth or not, or, you know, or if the, or how much obscuring is still yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah. But don't, um, you know, again, yeah. yep. no, I'll do my best, whatever. Okay. So, uh, again, understanding that this is uh, <laughs> concepts and potentially can get slippery and sticky quick. So just using the words as such. Um, there's, there's awareness. It is what I am, long and short of it. Then within the awareness, there's the obscuring activities. And one flavor or channel of the obscuring uh, refers to this action figuring kind of stuff. And then when the attention's there, right, th then it's, uh, it's a certain quality of experience that's very clever and convincing awareness that it's like a separate thing or something, whatever. It's just, it's messy, and then you get pulled in, and then you think you're a thing in that, trying to get out of that, and that's a whole mess. Um, but really, it's like the obscuring has no real, uh, like, it don't, does it, yeah. I'm seeing it right now as not really having as much value as even like at the beginning of this particular call. Um, well, obscuring. See, for the obscuring to work, it has to be taken seriously. Okay. By that which is, yeah. And that, awareness. that seriousness goes, is, is, is sort of directed that way by identification. So the seriousness of the dream uh, is from the dreamt, yeah? Is it? Isn't the dream itself obscuring? No, it's the dreamt okay. that's obscuring. The dreamt is obscuring. The identification as the noun or the object, the dreamt, not the dreaming. So the dreaming's cool. That's the flow of whatever. It's when there starts to be some kind of personal you-ness that shows up and then everything gets weird and warped. Well, it gets interpreted from that point. Of you, it's right. not get, it, nothing gets weird or warped. It gets interpreted as weird and warped. Yeah, do you see your role? Your role is a huge role. The dream right, I'm saying necessarily change. Uh, the way you're looking at it warps it and changes it. Yeah, right, right. Once I once I believe myself to be the you that the thing that then is trying to do things, That's when, then it gets weird, or for my, like, weird and painful, from my 
Yes. Prior experience. Yeah. All right. And then, hey, and then it makes it no, uh, if you buy the primary assumption of the body in a sense is that there's separation, right? Okay. That there are other bodies and other things and that separation in itself causes a lot of, uh, or not causes, but expresses a lot of uh, irritability, restlessness, and discontent. Most people, if you notice, really are looking to feel a connection in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They feel it through, you know, having a collective purpose with a group or whatever. Yeah. It's part and parcel based on the idea that we're separate, but in fact, we're not. Yeah. No. Yes. So you yep. see, the dreamt uh somebody in our the aa thing did it the other day there was a man in the 30s i think in 20s in america called emmett fox he wrote a very powerful book back then where he uh the sermon on the mount where he used a certain uh what was it it's called the science of mind you ever hear of it ernest holmes and the science of mind was a way of looking at things and uh, maybe almost like an abundance thing that you could be anything you want and whatever. And this guy Emmett Fox was saying that you can, by claiming you can be anything, but you see what's happening. The mental state is way before that because the mental state is claiming everything now. Yeah. Before you even come to, in a sense, and then basically you, so let's say there's a claiming of thoughts. Yeah. So now you believe the thoughts are yours. And then suddenly the thoughts own you. They can ruin your day. Right. Yeah? right. This is what happens because of, yeah. without knowing it, the power that we are is being used in another way. Yeah? yeah. In the dreaming, in the dreamt, I mean, with the dreamt. Yeah. So mm -hmm. basically, None of this has ever happened. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of the message in a way. It's happening. You better not try to fucking argue with that, but it never happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you can travel lighter through this whole event or in a way in a dualistic view or heavy. Yeah. What's causing you to travel heavy is it's all about you. Yeah. Right. What allows you to travel lighter, it's way less about you. <laughs> yeah. Now, the idea of you, if it right. sets out on a course to be less interested in you, that would be interested in you. Yeah. <laughs> so there are, fun, there are certain ways the system reinforces itself without us seemingly even knowing. Yeah. So our wanting to get out is giving a reality of being in somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So this whole idea. Uh, it's not a very long educational course. You just see what you're not. You see the pattern of what you're not. And then you recognize it's not you. There's a shift of interest and attention. 
Yeah. Not all of it, because the action, you know, the story of you continues, but maybe only 80 years or 20 years. Yeah. It's going to run out of momentum. But a lot of interest and attention is withdrawn from you being the spotlighted character all day. And now you have a panoramic view and you're available to living and to others and to this and to that. And the, action, the idea of traveling lighter isn't being noted. You're not writing in a book, I'm traveling lighter. Part of the lightness is you don't need to write in a book. You're not fucking pointing it out all day. <laughs> you're just traveling lighter. Because a lot of what you're trying to lighter from is that which wants to know if it's traveling lighter. Right. <laughs> you I, lose interest in it all. Well, I feel like a large part of the baggage that I travel with at this point is a, like, you're not lighter. You're not doing it right. You're not whatever. Um, and then, and then like, sometimes I can, I'm like, okay, that's the thing that pulls me right the fuck back into the shit show. Um, but other times it comes and it offers that tasty treat of like, oh yeah, that thing. And I'm like, oh, and I take so a bite right. and then I'm gone right, for a week. Though. You know, that's like a, a, a blip in the ocean. Yeah. If you're resting in the ocean, who gives a shit about a couple of drops or a wave? There's something, Paul, there's something that needs to know that I am actually resting in the ocean. <laughs> that doesn't think no, that I'm resting in the ocean. Something that needs to know is yeah. the obscuring agent. That's the obscuring agent. Okay. All right. Yeah. You don't need to know you are the ocean. Right. Like the That's ocean pretty grandiose, though. The oh. ocean from an identification as a wave. So what, right. would, what after it goes through years of trying to experience the ocean, understand the ocean, know the ocean, right, right, ask tons right. of whys about the ocean, right. the would just be seeing if you're a wave. If you're not a wave, you're an ocean. You're the ocean. Yeah. And as a wave, you're still the ocean. <laughs> it's all the identification. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now you're not identified as the wave. There's a wave, but the wave is very clear that it's, it's ocean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then it has no need to know. This is what you're freed from. You're freed from the need to be liberated. What you're not right. is what needs to be liberated, and it can't be liberated. <laughs> That's some good news. <laughs> See, for some reason, if the answer was so immediate, it seems not to have value for people. They right. think they've got to prove to themselves that they're worthy of some fucking Herculean task. When it has nothing to do with your merits or your debits. Really. But because, because I am this very interesting, significant character who needs to, like, you know, win the whole right. prize the thing. Relevance isn't that relevant. Yeah, yeah you can't. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the uh, point. Yeah. Yeah, bro. All right. I'm, I'm going to another one. I'm going to leave the ass and get somewhere else. Let's go. <laughs> There's my friend Zlatko. Zlatko, I didn't go in the water today. Took a, took a day off. Yeah. But after this talk, I'm going to need a shower for sure. All right. Next, Mike, anyone? Yeah? Uh, we can no, end now? Yeah. No other hands. Thanks no hands? Me. All right. Yes, let's end. Eh? Okay.
All right, let me say goodbye, Michael. I'm happy your big toe is not bothering you. Uh -huh. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you so much. You're just awesome. Let's, uh, oh, thank you. Love you, love you, love you. Love you. Send you that check next week. <laughs> oh, oh, no problem. It's coming. You're a lot darker. You're a lot darker now. Oh, yeah, it's dark. No, you are. You oh, me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Paul, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, Judith. You're just, your uh, presence is more than enough for me. Oh, that's why I'm here, because I just, it's just, be you're beautiful. Thank you. All right, we got Susan. Susan <clears throat> is, or she's, she's rising. This is like Jesus rising Lazarus, but it's like a three-month miniseries. <clears throat> there she is. And there's Robert from New Zealand. Nice to see you, Robert. Thanks, Paul. Pleasure. Brian, nice to see you from Oregon. I hope it's Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Or is it Brian or Yareev? Nice to see you, Yareev. You threw on a you threw on a black jacket. Uh, that doesn't throw me off. Everything else is white. All right. We got Fritz. Fritz, nice to see you, man. Fritz has gotten the best backgrounds. Fritz, you're winning the best virtual background. Well, that's what I was shooting for, you know? What? You won. <laughs> we got David. Nice to see you, David. Come back. We, we love having you here, Dave. Uh, we got Jack G. Jack G is out for the count. He's been pummeled into fucking uh, reasonableness. Yeah, good. Zlatko, my main man. Clifford from Chiang Mai. Yes. <laughs> After that last time you tried to ask a question, it's no, no, just you gave up. Yeah. We got Source One and RCP Marketing. She's asleep now. Don't bother. John, John K. What is that thing? He ate the. Uh, What's that? The old statement? You, you look like you ate the bird or something. I don't know. Whatever it is, the Cheshire cat. Look. Yeah. If I could, if I could talk, I would say what Judith said. Uh, if I could talk. Gushing, <laughs> <laughs> gushing over Paul and traveling lighter. Yes, yes. Drew, nice to see you, Drew. Tom Harmon. Mr. Assini, we got two Drews here. We got Mr. Assini. And Drew Helwig. We got Sanda from uh, India. Sanda and Brahmi are our two goddesses that are holding the space. George just appeared out of the void. Woo! George, that's exactly how it happens. Takes no time whatsoever. But I didn't see you when I went to the void. I didn't know anyone was going to be there. We got Richard Ty, my main man. Nice to see you, Rich. Doreen Dyer, she's out. She knocked. She's knocked out also. We knocked a few people out. That's pretty good. Two down. Mandeep, pleasure to see you, Mandeep. Smiling, not taking yeah. yourself seriously. Richard, pleasure to see you again. Yeah. Johannes, always. Brahmi, she's, I don't know what she's in now. 
She's a big thing of light. Randy S. Oh, we got Julia from uh, quarantine in Australia. So she didn't, she couldn't get Netflix or Amazon. So she came on <laughs> YouTube. That's okay. I don't mind. Kaiser. They got more, they got more options. Yeah. We got Heather. Nice to see you, Heather. Thank you for today. We got Vlad, my main man from Siberia. He just disappeared. Let me see where he is. Vlad, hey, Paul. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. Thank anytime. you. Thank you. Kaiser. I saw you, Kaiser. We got Mike. Nice to see you, Mike. Susanna, dear old friend. We got Anthony. I can't remember. I can't see the name. We got Stacy from Los Angeles. I got my Zen bitch slap shirt. Oh, oh you, yeah. got, you got the St. <laughs> Francis. Fantastic, eh? Very nice. See ya, bro. We got Keith from Sac uh, from Petaluma. Nice to see you, Keith. Sanda, she's just left the jungle now. We got uh, Leonard. Nice to see you, Leonard. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Leonard. Christine from uh, Youngstown, Ohio. We got Amelia Donato from uh, the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, there we go. We got some dog, Thomas Turner, Jay Phone, Anthony. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, thank everybody. <laughs> Thanks so much. Pleasure. Uh, here on Saturday and tomorrow we're here for, uh, if you're interested, just go to Zen Bitch Slap, go to events. They're all Pacific California time. And uh, all the links are there. So come join us. Two Wednesdays and Saturdays and Tuesdays.